the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Amen. Getting ready to go ahead and start another Bible study on tonight. Amen. I think we got a good one going on on tonight. Some word that God has given me. Amen, amen. We're going to talk about making good choices on tonight. Amen. We're just going to go ahead and get started here in a minute or two, giving some people time to get on. I pray that everybody had a blessed day today, a great day, because God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. We serve a mighty God. I pray that God, everybody had a great day today. Amen. Now it's time to give God glory and give God praise and give God honor. Amen. Just thank God for another Bible study on tonight. Amen. 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 I'm going to go ahead and open up and go ahead and open up into a word of prayer. And then we're going to go ahead and, and get things started. Amen. Amen. Like I see a, a picture up there with the word. There it is. Amen. Amen. My beautiful wife has tuned in. Amen. Thank you, baby, for tuning in. Amen. I'm pretty sure you're on your way home here in a few minutes. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Let us go ahead into a word of prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, God. We thank you, Father God, for this Bible study on tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. Lord, we just pray in Heavenly Father that you have your way and your will be done, Lord. Use me to bring a mighty Bible study on tonight, God, to give you praise, honor, and glory because you're worthy to be praised, Father God. I pray, Lord, that the people of God that's tuning in, Heavenly Father, will not just see me, but they will see you in me, Heavenly Father, Lord. They'll know it's from you, Heavenly Father. They'll know that this word is from you, that I received it in the mighty name of Jesus, God, and dishing it out to the people and giving it to the people, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father God, you are to be honored, God. You are hallelujah. You are Lord. You are God. You are Alpha. You are Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords and the God of all gods, the one true God, the only wise God. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 My wife was the first one on tonight. Thank God for her and my cousin tuning in. Amen. From D.C. God bless you. God bless you, Gwen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in on tonight. Amen. Uh, we're going to talk about making choices on tonight. I am Elder Dakota Radden Sr. Amen. I am the assistant pastor of Restoration Community Outreach Ministries under the leadership of the mighty, mighty woman of God, Pastor Tonetta Robinson and her husband, our overseer, Bishop John Willie Robinson Jr. Amen. Hallelujah. God the big bad bishop, as I call him, Triple B. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Love you. Love you. Love you, cousin. Amen. Thank you in Jesus' holy name, God. Amen. I don't take it lightly when people tune in because they can be doing something else. Amen. 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 This is for those that are on tonight and those that might watch it tomorrow or, or Friday or whenever. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. There go my man, my work man. Been knowing him for 20 some years now. Chico, Chico. Chuck, Chuck, what's going on, boy? Chuck Diesel, thank you for tuning in. Amen. The number one Eagles fan right there. So y'all can imagine how we be going at it. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your name. Making good choices. Amen. Making good choices. Amen. We're going to talk about it. And I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in with both feet. Amen. The best choice that anybody could ever make, first of all, is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah, God. That's the best choice that anybody could ever make, first of all. Amen. Just putting away your old ways and accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Amen. It takes us a little while. Some of it took me 30 years before I did it. It takes some, or maybe a little earlier, some a little later. Some do it as a child, as a teenager. Amen. But nevertheless, as long as you do it and live by it, amen, just take it one day at a time and make that choice to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior before you decide, before God decides to, uh, it's time for you to leave here. Amen. So it's good to have Jesus in your heart. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Before you um, <clears throat> close your eyes for the final time, before you are raptured up out of here, as we say, or make a flight or a transition, as we say, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now, with that being said, um <clears throat> We're just going to go into a very familiar scripture in the book of Joshua, we're going to Joshua, Luke and John. But right now we're going to Joshua. Amen. 24 and 15, a very familiar scripture for those of us that's been in our word a while. We know what that means about me and my house. Joshua telling the people, hey, they got to make a choice because back then people were serving all kind of idols and all kinds of different things of that nature. And Joshua just plainly told the people and Joshua 24 um, and 15. Amen. He was just saying that um, it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, if it seems evil you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether it be the gods of your fathers who serve on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites or whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, here's that last sentence right there, as for me and my house, that means as for me, my wife, my children, or whoever lives under this roof, we are serving Jesus. But right here, you know, God, because Jesus wasn't born yet. But the point is, he says, in this house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. You see that a lot of people might have that on their front porch, on their uh, uh, on the porch right there with a plaque or something like that. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And it'll say Joshua 24 and 15. You know, when I used to deliver peace, a lot of people had that on there. Right there as you uh, knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell. Some people have that right there. Some people have it on the inside of the house. It's as for me and my house. You know what? That's for me. Like I said, everybody that's living here, we serving Jesus here at this address. That's what we're doing here. Ain't no out. You ain't going to be serving no other gods up in here. Not while I'm the head of the household. Not while I'm living and breathing. You know, if my son who lives with us, if all of a sudden he just comes up and says, you know, dad, I'm Muslim and whatnot. I just wanted to let you know that. And then that probably will pretty much be his last day here. Or he'll be on his way up out of here because I will let him know you were born a Christian. You was raised as a Christian. And this is a Christian household. I serve the Lord. Your mother served the Lord. That's what we do up in here. We serve Jesus Christ. You're not going to be facing the east and praying to Allah three times a day. Not in this house. Now, if you want to do that, you can go somewhere else and do that. I don't want to put him out and whatnot. I might feel bad doing it, but he has to go because God comes first. God comes first. No other way. Now, as long as you serve in Jesus, you can stay here or whatever, but you're not serving nobody else or nothing else. You will not be an atheist in this house. You will not serve another God. You will not serve Buddha, Allah, or any other God. The, I'm, uh, what you calling in the Damilala or whatever his name is. You're not, you're not doing nothing else. 
and this house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. And you got to make a choice. That's why it says, choose this day whom you're going to serve. Are you going to serve the devil or you going to serve the Lord? You got to make a choice. Whether you know it or not, you do that every day whom you serve. It. It's either one or two. Either you serving God or you serving the devil. Somebody is leading you. It's either or. What spirit is or what spirit is leaving you? Even the word tells us in the book of uh, uh, Galatians, amen, to uh, to walk in the spirit that you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. You got to walk in the spirit of God because if you don't, the flesh will lead you and you will do things that the flesh wants you to do. You will lie, cheat, steal, cuss people out, whatever the case may be on a daily basis. What are you being led by? Yes, Christians, we, are, uh, we can be in the flesh too, but see, I don't dwell there. We don't stay there. True men and women of God do not stay there. We make a mistake, whatever the case, we repent and continue to move on. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Yes, Jesus, we will serve the Lord in here. Amen. I hear you, Brother Johnson. I hear you. Yes, sir. Amen. That's uh, Joshua 24 and 15. Amen. That we will serve the Lord. Amen. If you was raised as a Christian, you need to stay there. That's why it's so important that parents have their children in church and raise them up the right way so they will not be led astray. Amen. Even grown folks, if you, especially if you grew up in the church and you're not in there, you need to get back in the word of God. You need to get back in there. Amen. And I mean, just if you if you feel that your church is not right, that's not the only church where you at. There are other churches. Amen. Because some people feel that, you know, that we all hypocrites or everybody's the same. No, they're not. No, they're not. There's some God fearing people here. There's people that's standing on the word of God. There's people that's living holy. Amen. You go to a church that will teach you the proper ways and you walk in it. Amen. Bless your holy name. God bless each and every one for coming in on the line on tonight. Amen. Joshua told the people to make a choice. As for me and my house, I know what we're rolling with. And you can't go wrong with rolling with God. You can't go wrong with rolling with Jesus. Hallelujah, God. You can't go wrong with that. Anytime you give your life to Christ, that's the best decision you ever made. The best choice you ever made. Because if God was not in my life, I have no idea where I would be right now. I have an idea. Well, maybe I do have an idea. There's a couple of places I could be possibly dead. I can be in jail. I could be sick and whatnot. I could be divorced. All of that type of stuff. If it wasn't for Jesus, I was in my life. I definitely wouldn't be the man that I am today. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no telling where I would be or what I would be doing right now if I was still under the influence of the enemy, under Satan. Amen. Like I used to be. Amen. Because alcohol, Satan was my God at one time. I didn't pray to them, but it's just like I was under the influence of that. Amen. I just couldn't wait to get something to drink. I just couldn't wait to go chase some skirts on women and stuff. And I'm talking about long before I met my wife and all of that. Like I said, how you think I met my wife? I met her in the club. You heard me give that testimony because back then I was under the influence, going to a club, looking for some things, going out there hunting, looking for them girls and ladies and all of that type of stuff. Amen. That's why I thank God who I am today. Amen. Because we're going to get into that in a minute making good choices. That's one of the best choices you can make. Serve the Lord 24 hours a day. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, Jesus. When I'm talking about making choices, I'm also talking about, um, I'd be getting into that, the book of Luke, Luke 10 and chapter, because pastor just preached about this not too long ago. I did a message on this about uh, some several years ago about Mary and Martha. This is the book of uh, Luke and chapter 10, where Jesus came into a village <clears throat> And y'all know the story about Martha. Martha was cleaning and all of that type of stuff. And it says that Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. Amen. And while Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, Martha came uh, fussing. It says that in verse 40, it says, but Martha was distracted with much serving and approached him, talking about Jesus, 
saying, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve? See, Jesus was in there teaching. I'm at Jesus is in your home. Jesus is teaching. And you running around serving and trying to get everything together. My goodness. Have you ever thought about that? Especially for those of us that know this story. You got Jesus in your house. And you serving and doing everything. But Mary was sitting down at the feet, listening to every word that comes out of his mouth. My God, because it says it right there. It says that Mary, hallelujah, God. Yeah, in verse 39, it says, and say, as she had a sister named Mary who sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. My God, imagine Jesus in your household. But you're doing everything else, trying to get stuff ready. And then you mad because your sister's not helping you serve. And then you go to him and say, can you get her to serve? She got me doing all of this work. Can you get her to help me? That don't bother you that I'm doing all the work? And you're like, Martha, Martha, you are worried about too many things. That's what look at verse 41. It says, Jesus answered Martha and said, you are worried and troubled about many things. But last verse, verse 42, it says, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen the good part which will not be taken away from her. She chose to hear the word of God. Hallelujah, God. He said that she chose the good part. What part are you choosing, amen, when it comes to Jesus in your life? Do you choose to go to church on Sunday morning? Do you choose to hear the word of God? Hallelujah. Or you choose to do something else, amen. Football games don't come on at like at one o'clock. Amen. All church, a lot of church services start at eight. You can go to church service and Sunday school at some church and still be home in time to watch a game. Hallelujah. God bless your name. Now, yes, some churches start at 11 o'clock, some might, or whatever, and there's only one service. It is what it is. But some churches, a lot of churches start early. Amen. Even our church, amen. We start at 1045 and we are about like 12, 15 or so, give or take. Amen. You back at home by the kickoff. So there's no excuse. A lot of times for uh, for people, especially with men, I say with men, it, it, you know, because there's a lack of men. There's more women in the church than men are and whatnot. And we need to get more brothers in church. We just have to. Amen. We need we need these men out here. Amen. To be making a difference in our community, to be men and to be powerful men of God. Amen. Because <clears throat> women are doing what they're supposed to do. Amen. But men, we got to get on board. We got to get online and do what we're supposed to do. Amen. And like I said, you, what, what are you going to choose this Sunday coming up? Have you made up your mind already that you're going to church or what you going to do? It's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy. What, what you going to do? It's supposed to be raining Sunday, cold outside, raining. You just go stay in a nice warm bed in the house and you just maybe just get up and turn it online and, and look. It's all right to look at it online. Yeah, if you can't go, if you're working or something like that or if you're sick or something like that. But if there's nothing wrong with you and you do have transportation, it's time for you to get up out of bed, tell that devil he is a liar. No, you're getting up, you're getting dressed, and you're going to church, period. You got to make that choice. Make the right choice this week coming up, this Sunday coming up. Here it is, Wednesday, you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, you got three three days to decide what you're going to do now. Now, what you going to do? Huh? You know, we used to say barbecue and meal do. What you going to do? It's time to go to church. It's time to get the good part. Choose the good part, like Jesus told Mary that she did. You know what? Making choices, you know, we got to put God first. And we wonder why the divorce rate is so high among people. When it comes to choosing, a lot of us are choosing the wrong spouse, choosing the wrong husband, choosing the wrong wife. And therefore, you end up in a divorce because so many people are focusing on the wedding itself and not the marriage. Everybody wants to have this lavish, lavish, huge wedding. Something that'll be never forget, you know, pictures and just all kinds of stuff in there. But what about the wedding? Well, what about the marriage? That's the part that counts. 
Y'all have heard me say it before. It wasn't but a handful of people, maybe nine people at my wedding, possibly, and whatnot, grown folks, and the rest was kids. They all grown now and whatnot. But uh, 24 years later, my wife and I are still together because we got married on August 21st, 1999. It wasn't but a handful of people there. It wasn't some big lavish. It wasn't even in a church. It was some building downtown and whatnot. I mean, it wasn't like, but the main thing is we are still together. People are making the wrong choices now and whatnot, and you're not getting no counseling. You're in it for lust, and it's not love or whatever the case may be. Men, you ain't got that dog out of you yet and whatnot, and you want to still be married. You you want to get married, and then you still want to hang with the book. See, that's, that's, that's the wrong choice. See, you got to get all that mess out of you. You got to know that this is the one for me. I'm focused right here. You've got to go to God and ask God to help you choose a spouse. That's just all it is to it. You know, as for me, if something was to happen to my wife, as we all like to say, God forbid, something happened to my wife, I got to be smart enough. If I were to choose another woman to get married to, first of all, she would have to love the Lord. Okay, how fine she is. I've said this before now, so this ain't nothing new. No matter if she's Jehovah Witness, if she's Muslim, whatever, I don't care if we click, we like the same food, whatever the case may be. If she is not a follower of Jesus Christ, if Jesus is not first in her life, I can't do it. And that's what we got to teach our children. If this man does not love the Lord, if this woman does not love the Lord, she ain't the one for you. Or he ain't the one for you. If he or she does not love the Lord like you do, that's why the word calls unequally yoked, being unequally yoked. You need to find somebody who loves the Lord just like you do. You got to make the right choice when it comes to that. For all my single people out there, just don't jump at everything that moves. Please. Please pray to God and ask God to lead you and guide you when it comes to getting a spouse and make sure that that woman or man puts God first in all things. You got to make the right choice. You know, I, I put something in bed as many, many years ago when I first got saved and I call it a lie. People say that Christians, Christians have the most, the highest divorce rate. I said, Christians got the highest divorce rate. I kept hearing that. Christians, over 50 percent of marriages end in, in divorce and all of that. So I said, well, look on the flip side. Well, maybe 50 percent marriages are also uh, succeeding and last for a long time. But say Christians got a high divorce rate. Says who? So if you go in divorce court, you mean to tell me the judges go ask you, are uh, both of y'all Christians? Huh? The judge ain't going to ask you that. So why would somebody say that Christians got the highest divorce rate? That's not true. I said, no, I ain't trying to hear that garbage. Mostly they mean Christians because if you are a true man or woman of God, and you serving God with your whole heart and whatnot. The divorce is completely and totally out of the question. You go have problems and run-ins just like everybody else, but you go work it out. Amen. Because God is at the center. I just said it takes three to make a good marriage. Amen. A husband and wife and God right there in the middle. Hallelujah. God right there in the forefront. Amen. And you knew same as the husband give 50 and the wife give it. No, you got to give 100%. She got to give 100%. And you got to have God right there in the middle. Yes, there's going to be some issues. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Because I know if it wasn't for God in my life, I know I would have been divorced years ago years ago so i can give all praise and honor and glory to god hallelujah god because i already know where i would be if it wasn't for that. if it had not been for the lord on my side where would i be that is a lie that christians that most christians are in the, uh christian marriages in the divorce i debunked that years ago i ain't trying to hear that garbage you have to prove that to me ain't no judge go ask all you christians when you get to the courthouse and all of that type of stuff because you know if you ask most people are they christians anyway most people go say yes and whatnot and they might not be living it but most people will say yes but that's just that's just the reality of it that's just real and whatnot but like i said 24 years later amen my wife and i are still together in spite of all the stuff that we've been going through and whatnot amen <clears throat> single people please Make the right choice. Make the right choice. Ask God. Get with God. 
fast, pray, do whatever it is, especially my, my single Christians out there. Amen. Continue to fast and pray and seek the Lord's face. Amen. Because we know what the Bible says about a man that found it for wife. Amen. He finds a good thing. Amen. Hallelujah, God. And obtaining favor with the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. You obtain favor, brothers. Amen. So continue seeking God's face. Wife, continue as we all say, wait on your Boaz and all of that type of stuff. Continue to praise God. Continue to live. Until then, just continue to serve God with your whole heart. Continue to be faithful, continue to be faithful, continue to serve God. Amen. Hallelujah. And when God thinks it's right, when it's God's time, then he'll send that person your way. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Because if you do it in flesh, if you do it on your own, it's not going to last. There's going to be problems. Anybody can say, send me a man. You can always get a man. But is he a God-fearing man? Amen. Is he a loving man? Is he a kind man? Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. You see all kind of things on social media telling me if a man don't don't get along with his mother, how you think he gonna treat you and all of that type of stuff. And you know, it's all kinds of stuff out there, but you got to, you know, also get plenty of counseling. Amen. Get counseling and all that. You got to make the right choice when it comes to making uh, getting a spouse. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Because one thing's for sure, <clears throat> everybody can't walk this walk that we're doing. You know why? Because in John 15, 16, John, uh, the, uh, Jesus himself said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. So, yes, Jesus make choices, too. Amen. Jesus is making choices, too. Hallelujah. God bless your name. God. So if Jesus is making choices, <clears throat> amen. That's right. The three core strain is not easily broken. That's right. Well, you know what you tell that's a mighty woman of God, my cousin right there. Amen. A three chord string is not easily broken because, you know, when you get them chords and wrapping them together, it, it's hard to break. Amen. God bless you, cousin. Amen. God, Jesus makes choices, too. He says he didn't. You didn't choose him. He chose you. I tell you, you were chosen for a reason because everybody can't walk this walk. Everybody can't follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. Too many people want to be in the flesh. Too many people want to do what they want to do. You got to like say he made a choice and he chose you. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Because we know what the word says that many are called. But how many are chosen? few. Amen. That was a message I did one time. Amen. Hallelujah. About many a call. Think about a job application. There might be, um, it might be five spots open. Amen. But a hundred people put it in. See, there ain't no, but a few people see a hundred people might put it in for the job, but only five is going to get chosen. Amen. See, that's just a few. A lot of people, many have put in, but only a few is chosen. When it come to being in Christ, hallelujah, God, many are called, but few are chosen. That's why I said, stay on the straight gate. Stay on the staying narrow. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, Jesus. That's why it says it's a wide road of destruction. That's the many, but it says only few is going to be on that narrow that's the few right there that are chosen. Amen. The few that's going to be on that narrow road, that straight gate. Amen. Many are called, but only few are chosen. You know, same thing like me. A lot of people can get married, but how many, how many, how long is it going to last though? Amen. How long is it going to last? That's considered a successful marriage. Amen. Many people have given their life to Christ and said that they accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, but they can't live it. Many people have just said, I accept Jesus, my Lord and Savior, but they still go do what they want to do and they don't live the word of God. Hallelujah. God, like they're saying that some people have that that form of godliness, a form of godliness. What's up, Big T, classmate, Terry Gilmore, been knowing him since Harrow Hill Elementary. We go way back. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in, bro. Many are called, but few are chosen. You know, <clears throat> like I'm saying many are called that form of godliness. 
we can't have that. This thing is real. You got to make a choice when you go serve God. When you make a choice to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now you got to make a choice to remove all of that mess out of your life. All of the drinking and the drugging, all of the running the streets, all of the chasing after the wrong thing. Hallelujah, God. You got to repent. You got to have a change of mind, a change of heart. All of that, because that's why they said, you know, my I looked down and my hands were new. I looked down and my feet were too or whatever. You know how we be singing them songs, amen, when, when you changed and whatnot. I got to lift you up and put you on solid ground and all of that type of stuff. Everything about you, you are a new creature in Christ, a new creation. Amen. Hallelujah, God. When you give your life to Christ, old things are passed away. Why? Because you made a choice. Make the right choice. Hallelujah, God. Make the right choice, because remember I told you the choices that you make now can be affect generations. The choices that you make now can affect generations. I've even told you, you got great, great grandchildren that you don't even know yet. And the choices that you make in 2023 will affect them. Generational stuff. Amen. I need to know, are you a generational? Are you a curse breaker? What's been going on in your family for many, many years? Then they think that you would just go fall right into it. But you said, no, I'm not going to be like that. Hallelujah, God. <clears throat> Bless your holy name, God. You got to be a generational. You got to break some of these generational curses of being drunkards, of being whores, of being uh, drug addicts or whatnot, of being just womanizers and all of that type of stuff. It has to stop somewhere. I've said it before. I prayed. I said that, I, that, that that my boys don't follow into my footsteps. Amen. Hallelujah. That they don't just be club hopping and chasing women and, and drinking and driving and, and sleeping with married women and, and doing all kinds of things when I was a young man and all that type of stuff, because that type of stuff can get you killed. Drinking and driving can get you killed or it can really mess you up or cost you a whole lot of money. If you get a DUI, you can wrap your car around a tree. You can kill yourself or somebody in it. Amen. Or in the passenger side or whatever the case may be. Hallelujah. God <clears throat> messing around with married women can get you killed. There's people that's six feet deep in the ground right now for fooling around with somebody's husband or somebody his wife right now. Hallelujah, God. I pray that my boys don't never follow that step. Amen. It stops right here. I've already put it in Jesus name. Amen. Not to follow me in them type of footsteps. Amen. Just to cut it and Jesus to leave it where it is. Amen. Hallelujah. Because that stuff is dangerous and I love my boys and I don't want them to lose their life at the hands of another man for messing around with the wrong woman. Amen. Even the book of Proverbs tells you, oh my goodness, I might say drink out of your own cistern. Amen. Drink out of your own cup. Don't be going drinking out of some. Don't be chasing somebody else that don't belong to you because they say that man will not spare in the day of vengeance. Amen. The book of Proverbs tells you that. So this is old stuff messing with somebody else's wife and all of that type of stuff. People have been getting killed for years. They say he will not spare in the day of vengeance. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name, God. So I'm praying right now, we got to break them generational curses. You got to make the choice right now. Amen. Like I say, the choices that we make now can affect generations down the line, our grandchildren and great grandchildren and all of that because of the way your father served me, because the way your mother served me, I will not take all of this from you. They can receive mercy on the praises and things that you're doing today because that's Bible now. It's in the Bible. It's in the word of God. God could have took the whole kingdom away from Solomon. But he said, because your father David, he didn't take the whole thing. He said, I'm going to take half of it now because Solomon knew better. Solomon was the wisest man ever. But he started chasing after the wrong thing. He started making, he's the wisest man, but he made wrong choices. Because he started building shrines to women and all of that. And he knew better than that. And he started building shrines to these women and all of that type of stuff. And it made God angry. And God said, I can take your whole kingdom away from you. But your father, David, how he served me. My God. 
And that's to ever, I'll never forget when I read that. I mean, that's generational stuff. The choices and the things that David did, even before Solomon was born. Hallelujah, God. Solomon got spared because of what David did. And it's the same God yesterday, the same God today, and the same God forevermore. So if God did it then, he's doing it now. The choices that we make today affects our grandchildren and children and children and all of that for generations. So make the right choice. Serve God with your whole heart. Serve God with gladness, as the word says, whether in Psalms 100, serve the Lord with gladness. Hallelujah, God. It's not going to always be easy. It's not going to always be fun to serve God. Doing the right thing sometimes, it just bottom line, you know what? It, it absolutely sucks sometimes doing the right thing because you'll, you just want to just get revenge. You just want to go the other way. But God's way, you've got to do it God's way. And you got to do it proud and don't do it grudgingly either. Do it proudly, whatever it may be. Serve God with your whole heart. Choose to serve God wholeheartedly because the enemy doing all that he can to snatch you back out there in them streets. These are the last days, saints of God, the last days. Wars is going on. People are killing each other just for sport, for nothing right now. Little of nothing. Kids are grabbing guns and I did it. Sadly, you know, you hate to hear this stuff. I was listening to a radio station today and the parents went to jail uh, right before Christmas time. Ain't there some some three year old? Well, I don't know what state it is. He went into the drawer and got a gun and, and shot himself accidentally, you know, like that. So they obviously they put the parents in jail. But see, all of that type of stuff is going on now. You didn't hear about stuff like that when I was growing up. Kids grabbing guns. And I think the little boy was jumping up and down on the bed with the gun. He didn't know no better. Three years old or something like that. My God, it's just sad. <clears throat> These are the last days that we're in, saints of God. The last days. Um, <clears throat> we got to choose wisely when it comes to choosing. Amen. Choose the Lord. Live holy. The enemy wants you back out there in the streets. He's dangling that carrot in front of you. He wants you to grab it. That same thing that you used to do, amen, all of that mess, that foolishness that you was into back in the day. He wants you back doing that stuff. All the weeds you used to smoke, all the cocaine you used to sniff and shoot in your arm and all kind of other stuff, all the dope you used to sell. He wants you to get back into all of that type of stuff. If that's what you came from, if that's what you used to do. People like me, all the drinking I used to do, all the clubbing I went to, he would love for me to get back out there in them streets. Love it. He don't want me doing stuff like what I'm doing now, doing a Bible study, putting the word out there, telling people to choose God, amen, and put the devil behind. Because, you know, in my closing, one thing about the devil, he will be knocking at your door. Because even the word of God says resist the devil and he'll flee. He will flee, but he gonna come back. He ain't gonna leave you alone forever. The devil gonna be knocking at your door and you gonna know it's the devil at your door. Anytime when you feel like cursing somebody out, cheating on your spouse, or cheating on a test, whether you're in school or college, or at your job or, or wherever the may, case may be, lying, stealing, whatever the case may be, that's the devil knocking at your door. Either you go choose to let him in or you gonna make the right choice and keep him locked out. Anything that's not of God, that's causing a disconnect between you and God is of the devil. It's the spirit of Satan. Hallelujah, God. And he's doing all that he can to get you to make those wrong choices. Hallelujah, God. Whatever vices that you may have. I know you want to slap the fire out of some people. I know that because people get on your last nerve. But you got to squash that. 
that anger is people in jail right now six feet deep because they can't control their anger. They just haul off and hit people or whatever the case may be. Road rage. People is in jail right now because of road rage. People are dead right now because of road rage. All of that's anger. That's a that's a spirit, a spirit of anger. And that will get you in nothing but trouble in hot water. You got to keep it. Yes, we are human. I get mad and angry, too. Hallelujah. God. Even the word of God. What does it say? The word of God says, yeah, you can be angry, but don't sin. Angry is an emotion. We all get upset about something, but you can't dwell in it and stay there. You got to come out of that. People is behind bars right now because they was angry and pulled out their gun and shot somebody. And now it's too late to say, I'm sorry and think about it. No, you was angry and you got pissed off and you shot somebody. Some people just don't need a pistol. Some people don't need a gun. They just really don't because you're too God doggone angry. And when that just any little thing that just set you off and when that, then you just greet reaching in the gun compartment and grabbing a gun and all of that. That's why I said these are the last days. Let God lead you and guide you. Let God order your steps. Make the right choices. Amen. We're going to go ahead and pray. Amen. As I hear my wife coming in. Amen. Right now through the door. Amen. We're going to go ahead and pray. <clears throat> Bless your holy name, Lord. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, God, bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, God. We thank you for this Bible study on today, Lord. Help us to make the right choices, Father God. Help us make the right choices in Jesus' holy name, Heavenly Father, Lord. Help us to serve you, Heavenly Father. I pray, Lord, that there's somebody out there right now that is not saved, God, that they will accept you right now as their Lord and Savior. All they have to do is repent and say that they're sorry and they accept you as their Lord and Savior. Ask for forgiveness, Father God. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. It don't cost any money. It's free. All you got to do is confess in your mouth and believe in your heart. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, hallelujah, God, that Jesus is Lord, hallelujah, God, and just confess Repent, ask for forgiveness, and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Ask him to come into your heart today. Make that right choice. And if you have made that choice and you have went the other way, it says that God is married to the backslider. If you have backslidden, all you have to do is repent. Ask God to tell God, I'm sorry. Forgive me, Father God, and help me and ask God to order your steps each and every day. Amen. I've known men of God. Amen. It was a brother without naming any names at the city of Columbia. Good man of God, a good brother. He always drops some nuggets on me. God bless him. He always giving me a word when we come together. Several years ago, like you said, he, he had a bump in the road. He had a bump in the road. For a couple of years, actually, he did something for a little while. Him and another female and all of that type of stuff. And, and then he came back and I thank God for him. I thank God. And the brother's running strong and running for the Lord again. I'm running for my life. Hallelujah, God. You know that song. Running for my life. Saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, running for my life. And whatnot. Bad brother. I love that brother. And whatnot. So I've witnessed it. I've seen it. It can happen, though. You can backslide, but you can come right back. You can come right because God still loves you. He's not going to turn his back on you. It's us who turns our back on God. God doesn't turn his back on us. It's we who do the turning, not God. Can I just say he's the same yesterday, today, and forever? God does not turn. We turn. Hallelujah, God. But thank God for that brother. He turned back 
and came back. Hallelujah, God. It's part of my daily prayers that backsliders will repent and turn from their ways because we need these brothers and sisters to come back. Amen. Because, you know, you get caught up in that flesh again and it feels good. You're enjoying the pleasures of sin. You got to let that mess go. The devil is a liar and come back to God. Come back to your first love. Take me back. You remember that? Take me back where I first believed. Amen. With the Andre Crops. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. Take me back. Man, man, my God. I'm getting ready to go ahead on. God bless each and every last one of you for, um, for the Bible study on tonight. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you got something out of it about making the right choice. Amen. I am Elder Dakota Radden Sr. at Restoration Community Outreach Ministries. That's 2208 East Boundary Road. Amen. Right here in Columbia, South Carolina. Amen. Hallelujah, God. We also have um, <clears throat> a mighty minister, Joshua Robinson, the baddest organ player in all the land. Amen. A mighty man of God, him and his, uh, his wife. Amen. Two of the smartest people I know. Amen. That woman always reading books and carrying on because she's a teacher and stuff here. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know how many books that woman be reading. Amen. That's what teachers do. Amen. She's a deaconess. Amen. Thank God for all of our teachers. Amen. And up there in Newberry at two o'clock every Sunday. Amen. Uh, Bishop Robinson, he's the pastor up there at 2615. I think it's 15 or 16. 2615 Johnstone Street up there in Newberry, South Carolina. Service up there. Got two mighty ministers up there, the Coleman's. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless them. Amen. Helping uh, Bishop out up there, preaching and teaching the word of God. Awesome man and woman of God. Amen. So I thank God for all of our leaders at Restoration and Faith Deliverance. Amen. Amen. And once again, under the leadership of the mighty, mighty woman of God, Pastor Tony Robinson. Amen. Been on the battlefield since the early 80s. Herman Bishop. Amen. Busting the devil in his head. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's still yet going strong. Amen. God bless each and every last one of you. Amen. For tuning in and continue to make the right choice. If you want to make a donation to this ministry, you can do so at dollar sign R-C-O-M. RCOM 1999. Um, <clears throat> yes, dollar sign RCOM, R-C-O-M 1999. Amen. We got a building fund going. We we like this close. Amen. Amen. So every little bit helps. It counts. Amen. We should be building here shortly. Hallelujah. Just waiting for the bulldozers and all those to come out there and start digging up the land and knocking down some trees. Amen. And we'll be in our new sanctuary. God. Amen. That's going to be a beautiful day. Amen. When that day happens. Amen. Hallelujah. God. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday evening. God bless each and every last one of you. Amen. If you need prayer, hit me up. Amen. On uh, Facebook or Messenger. Amen. And we can tell God all about it. Thank you, Bishop Kills, the mighty woman of God coming all the way in from Washington, D.C. Amen. A mighty, mighty woman of God. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. My classmate, Terry, my, my co-worker, Michael Johnson. Amen. Hallelujah, God. My pastor. All of you on here. <clears throat> Erica Latrice. Amen. Hallelujah, God, the bookworm. Hallelujah, God, my favorite teacher. Hallelujah, God, bless your holy name, God. Bless each and every last one of you for tuning in. God bless. Have a good night.